This podcast is proudly presented by Fan Babble Sports, a new way to cover sports. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to a, to a new episode of the Chat from the Back podcast. Like always, as you just heard, brought to you by Fan Babble Sport, but also brought to you by Cafe Kazoo. Are you ever at Miranda and want to get a good coffee? Do you want a top quality feed while you're out shopping or just out in general? Then hit up Cafe Kazoo at Westfield Miranda. If you're hungry, make sure to go and check out our go-to with a big breakfast and don't forget the pancakes as well if you want to change it up. They are amazing feeds. Great. You can even get a great mango smoothie down there. Trust me, that's my go-to whatever I need to drink. So just head on up to Level 2 at Westfield Miranda. Just out the front of David Jones at the top of the escalators, Cafe Kazoo, the place to be when you need to refuel. Scotty, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, mate. What's been happening? Not a lot, man. Not a lot. I'm just spewing that it started to rain again. Like, yeah, like we had that. It's, yeah. What happened? <laughs> I know. Like, we got our local sport started last weekend, but in and behind, we had a freaking ball. Good, so good win, we, Benny. Good win. I mean, it was a tough win. Didn't, what was it we said on the weekend? Because um, we oh. only got the 11 players in the team, it was a tough win. It took a 90th minute penalty to win the game for us, but. We got the three points in the end against the bye. <laughs> but, um, no, nah, I mean, it's, it sucks we had a bye. But from what I understand, as far as I'm aware about the Shire, latest I heard last week, whether it's changed now with some rain today, I don't know. Um, it is they'll happily close the fields during the week and have no training but they'll leave them open for the weekends to play unless it's going to cause severe injuries to players. Yeah, well, I know sometimes they do that, like unless there's, like Box Road's got a cricket pitch right in the middle of it. If that yeah. gets wet, a lot of broken ankles there. Mm. So hopefully it go, we all go all right and yeah. well, get the first game in. Well, I think this weekend for us, we're meant to be out at the ridge. You mean the fridge? Mate, we're, got, we're not playing super early, not playing super late. It's late. We've got it at a good time this weekend. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Around but, midday. Um, yeah, I think it's like 11.40, but... Yeah, something like that. But, man, it's just good to have this weekend's brought back. There's other people, mate, around the around the traps that listen to this that have played early, played more games than we have. To, to you, I say, screw you, like, in a good way, like, I hate you guys, like, I want to be out there playing, but... It's good that we can finally sort of get out there. But the thing that sucks is we've gone through the last two years with COVID ruining our seasons, and now it's the bloody rain. Yeah, I know. Eh? I'd... Hope, but hopefully we can try and get as many games in as possible, and we should be sweet. Well, we still got like uh, what we seventeen rounds. Seventeen rounds in total. Yeah. So, well, hopefully that get, doesn't get cut back anymore. I hope not, but. Because if it does, it cuts back after these next three weeks. Like, these next three games we play because it's got to be the first four rounds for regrading or whatever. But, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. As I said, as far as I'm aware, they're happy to keep the games being played, just postpone training, just not have training. But I'm happy with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. I generally play better when I don't train because you seriously come like play on the Sunday, then come the Thursday night, I'm still sore as hell. <laughs> well, I'm still yeah. sore as hell, and then if I run around again, I start feeling it again, and then I can't, I'm not good enough to play on the Sunday. So, 
Yeah, that's true. My but, years um, at Como proved that no training is best for me. <laughs> yeah, same with me. Well, at Como, well, you saw how well I played at Como. And then last year, you go on a Heathcote. The one week I didn't train, I made it a goal. The second week I didn't train, I played probably the pass of the season. So <laughs> You're um, not wrong. You're not wrong at all. <laughs> but um, I've just got to make sure I get my stuff ready for if, if we do play so I can have my, my usual go-to game day breakfast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so my usual go-to game day breakfast is two bacon and egg wraps with smoky barbecue sauce. Yeah, like, come on, that's, that's a king's breakfast, mate. <laughs> Hey, that's that's my go-to, eh? Oh, you, like you can't go wrong with it. Right? Do you have a go-to? Do you have your go-to <clears throat> before a game, or oh, or do you do you play light? If you know what I mean. I generally usually play light. Yeah. Yeah, depending on what time a game is. Yeah. You, you don't want something full heavy on your stomach while you're running no. around and. Yada yada. Yeah. Well, I'm sure everyone understands what I mean. When, what we mean when we say play light. So obviously playing light is not having anything to eat before the game. Um, I do well, at least something in your stomach that you don't pass out. Yeah. So if we have a later game in the day, like I think we've got a couple coming up in a couple of weeks, um, I'll have that in the morning. But then before the game, I'll have like my banana or like my um, gel, gel pouch. Um and then I might have something at half time as well. Yeah. But just a snack on really, isn't it? Yeah, just to get me through get me through the game and keep me with all my energy going for the majority of the game. Plus like obviously I'll sit I might have a power aid in the morning before I go just because I might go for a walk or something occasionally before a game, but it's just about making sure I'm in my in my zone. Yeah. Well that's that's a good mindset to have actually, so yeah, it'll be um, interesting to see how we go this season. Hopefully, we go all right. But again, it'll be having eleven players in the team. It will be a tough season, but we'll get through it. We'll we'll get there. But mate, um, we're finals bound, mate. Come on, mate. We're going to win win the league. As we said on the weekend, we're undefeated so far this year. So <laughs> that's we're in the true. Top, true. <laughs> we're in the top four and we're undefeated. Can't go wrong. <laughs> I mean, it's per- that's the way you want, want want to start the season after the first week. Oh yeah, that's it, isn't it? But the... I feel sorry for everyone else because you're not going to get another win. <laughs> oh no, everyone else is done when they play us. They're, they're not going to beat us. We're going we're going to win this league. We're going to get our jackets, and then we're going to retire on top to solve the team. And then no one can that way. We'll have an unbe- unbeaten season, and no one will ever beat us again. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but um. That's enough of the chit-chat to get the show going. Let's get stuck into looking at the last weekend's games. We'll start with the NRL. Mate, what a weekend for the NRL. Oh, it's been huge, isn't it? And... Mate, we'll go through the results. Cronulla nearly blowing a perfect first half. Only getting up by 12, 34-22 against Manly. That was a wild game. Brisbane that was doing... all over the place. Yeah, Brisbane beating the Bulldogs 34-14. North Queensland doing the Titans 30-4. Tigers back to back wins for the first time in feels like forever. Forever. 23 <laughs> 22 over Souths. Then you have Parramatta avenging the loss of the Tigers with a 39 to 2 win over the Knights. Pointless field goal, but hey, for and against will matter at the end of the season. It's looking um, like a day, so. Yeah. Panthers 30 to 6 over the Raiders, ruffling a few feathers there by the Panthers fans by do- doing the Viking clap. But it, it, like 
that Panthers fans have done it, Wash Sharks fans have done it. It just proves proves what everyone knows about Cam. When you go to Canberra, the club is infectious. Um, <laughs> St George in the traditional Anzac Day game, fourteen twelve over the Roosters, and the biggest blowout I'll think we'll see <laughs> this year and for the next forever, however many years. Melbourne Storm seventy to ten over the Warriors. Oh, big! That's a massive, massive score, mate. I think the last was it. They were saying the last time that happened, it was the Warriors over St George Illawarra, and yeah. Nathan Brown was playing for the St George Illawarra that day when it first happened, and then he's coached the Warriors this time. Yeah, like yeah, it really right. showed you what sort of how that's gone. So, oh, mate, that was ridiculous. I don't think I've ever like, and I was saying to someone today, like. Bellamy looked frustrated at the end when they put the camera on him. I don't know if he was frustrated because he feels like they should have scored more, or like the way I look at it is like we know coming from a from a football soccer background, like when you get when you're so far ahead towards the end of a game, like it's all about paying respect and not show, going over the over the top with scoring and everything against weaker opposition. Um, I don't know. He may have potentially been angry about them going too far. I know we say about points differential and everything. But you know what I mean? Like, you're 50 to 10 up, 60 to 10 up. You know what I mean? Like, I know you don't want to go, go in soft, but you don't have to go in soft, but you don't have to go out to try and score. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like if that the, makes any sense. Yeah, like, I do agree because it's it's overkill, really. Like, okay, you, so you know you're going to get the points. You know you're going to get the win. Like, I, I wouldn't say ease up. I would just say, like, just calm it down a little bit. Like you'd more you more look for those repeat sets instead of looking for those tries. You know what I mean? Like just try it. You know what I mean? Like you don't go searching for the points in that situation. Yeah, like just start like do a training run if you have to. Yeah. Like just keep passing. Well, that's the, ball the point around. where they scored it. Like, so the the times that they scored the tries all in the second half, they scored a try in the forty seventh, the fiftieth, the fifty third, the fifty ninth, sixty first, sixty eighth, sixty ninth. Uh, 73rd, 77th, and 79th. So realistically, you look from about like the 69th minute on, you take away all the, all those points because that's what, 6, 12, there's 20 points. That puts them still at 50 to 10, you know what I mean? Like once you get to that margin, you got to, that's when I'm sort of thinking like, not so much put the cue in the rack, but you don't, you, I'm trying to work out the best way to explain it. You don't go into that. You don't go into kill mode. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're already at that point where it's like, okay, it's this is ridiculous already. Like, like you're winning by you win by forty points. Like that's ridiculous enough. But to win by sixty, like that's yeah, it's like fair enough. You reach the, the that sort of milestone, but yeah, like. I don't know what happened. Like, did the Warriors just give yeah. up or something? Or did well, like is, what happened? Well, was there a point there where you need to look at potentially if that it, if, to like it's my rare occurrence? But they I know it's a professional game, but mercy rule. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I um, as soon as as soon as you break that fifty-ish mark, as soon as you're up by about as soon as you're up by fifty points. Okay, so you take 10, 10 points off, but as soon as you're up by fifty points, like show some respect to the opposition and don't go into that overkill mode. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But then again, the the game's the game, and yeah, yeah, unfor- it's unfortunate. But but then again, like I don't know, it's it's a hard one to judge. But 
it's yeah it I don't know if there can be rules put in place t- to help this in the future like I don't know yeah or uh, like something for, that the coaches need the to look at changes to, nowadays yeah. like oh who, mate it's ridiculous yeah. but yet again it's, it could also be something that the coaches need to look at look at like I remember again looking at soccer Pep Guardiola a couple of years ago I think Manchester City were up 4-0 and they started doing a few back heels, getting wide open on the wings and putting crosses in and trying to get, trying to continue scoring. And he actually started pulling players off that were doing that to be like, no, show respect. Like we're already yep. up by, we're already up by enough in like the last 10 minutes. We're already pretty much saying we're already up by enough. Don't overdo it. You know what I mean? Like just like, we want to win. We're going to win. Let's just yeah, not exactly. overkill it. Um, which again, I think, is also a good show of respect to the opposition, saying, "Look, we know we're going to win, but we want to. Sh- we don't want to completely embarrass you." Yeah, exactly. Um, but besides that, I think, I think another, the other big upset. Oh, I don't know whether they call it an upset or not, but the Tigers doing South Sydney, mate. Mate, like I was talking, like talking to Carson at work. They've beaten two strong teams in a week. He pointed, pointed out to me that since we started ripping on the Tigers. They're not doing too badly. They've gone back to back. I'm starting to wonder if some some Tigers players listen to us. <laughs> I don't know. I'd be happy if that they are. <laughs> um, but I don't know. But like, it's if that's the case, then um, we're just ragging play, on you from what we've they, observed. You don't need anything by it. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, so. <laughs> When they play Cronulla, I'm just going to praise it. Next time, I'm just going to praise the hell out of them. Um, <laughs> but nah, but that's the thing. Like, like them. Same with the Dragons. We picked on the Dragons a couple of weeks ago. And yeah, now, but... they're looking good. What they think this Sunday, four o'clock, Dragons versus Tigers at Wollongong. A couple of weeks, about three, four weeks ago, you think, freaking hell, what a blood drew of a game. Who'd want to waste their time watching that? Well, oh, I'm actually keen to watch that game now. Oh, oh, yeah, I'm actually interested in, in who will like like I reckon the reckoning's gonna be really close or someone's gonna just blow it out. And hopefully that's the Tigers because like not there'd be nothing better than seeing well for me as a Cronulla fan seeing our little brother in St Georgia Lawar getting flogged by the Tigers. <laughs> I'll bet you would. <laughs> oh mate, it'd be absolutely hilarious. And to be fair, my missus like, would love that. But like I'd, I'd love to see a repeat of, of the Melbourne Warriors game in that game with like the Tigers seventy to ten. You know what I mean? If the, if that's the way teams want to play and play out big big wins, screw it. Let's see the Tigers do that this weekend against the against the Drags. Well, but the, um, the rate that we're playing, it's possible. Oh mate, well, what is it? If they win win again, they got the six points, mate. They they win by enough. They overtake they overtake the dragons on the ladder. Oh, that that's got to be an incentive for a minute. Incentive and a half, mate. Like, well, let's we'll quickly run through the ladder now before we talk about all, another couple of incidents from the weekend. So in last, you got the Bulldogs. So I'm just reading from 16th all the way up. So we got Canterbury, Canberra, Newcastle, West Tigers, Gold Coast, Warriors, St George, Brisbane. South, Manly, Roosters, Cowboys, Cronulla, Parramatta, Melbourne, Penrith. Um, who do you think is the real surprise there? I think – I don't know why, but I just, I thought the Gold Coast Titans would go better this year, but they're not doing too crash up, mate. 
yeah, like they sh- they should have actually won a few games, but yeah, I think Newcastle showing the form that a few a lot of people predicted at the start of the season. I predicted them. I think I actually predicted them to be in fourteenth. If I re- yeah, but I remember you saying something about that. I think I actually. I'm just going to bring it up now. In the what I wrote, let's go. I had had Newcastle in thirteenth, so I'm not too far wrong there. Oh, Cow, Cowboys are surprising me. I had them in sixteenth. Yeah, Cowboys have been having a few um, early uh, surprise wins after their first round loss. So yeah, it's um. It'll be interesting to see. That's about to change this weekend, but you know, where they, who's that? Cowboys. Yeah, they're playing. playing Come on, mate. We're well, winning. Who, well, who have the Cowboys really played? So Cowboys in round one, they played the Bulldogs and lost, but that's both teams firing up for that. Round two, they played Canberra, and Canberra really isn't much this year so far. Then you got the Broncos again. Broncos aren't really super hot this year either. Then they've played. Then they got done by the Roosters. Roosters are in the top eight, top eight at the moment. Look, they generally look all right. They got beaten by the Warriors, who aren't really that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Then they got uh, where's their game that week? They beat Canberra again. Canberra, eh. and then Gold Coast, who people were predicting, but clearly Gold Coast aren't living up like this week. Yeah, Parramatta. It's they haven't really played any of those quintessential top teams besides maybe the Roosters and they got done pretty easily there. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what, how this season does finish up for them. I, I still don't have, I don't think Cowboys will win the spoon clearly now with where they are, but I don't I, see them making the finals. Oh, uh, it's going to be very close, but I don't think so. I'd say I was, I'm going to just say they're going to finish about 11th. Yeah. I think that'd be respectable, considering the, considering it's, who one of their halves is. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, but we digress from that and look at one of the like. I can't look at Sharks Manly last week. I don't think I've ever seen a more dominant first half display from Cronulla. Oh, mate! I was at work just catching up in the game, and when I saw the half time, I was shocked. Right, and for Talakai, seriously, I. He had an absolute blinder. He had the three the three Dalian points wrapped up by halftime. It had every single man of the match award you want to give out for that game wrapped up by halftime. Oh, yeah, easily. Um, I wasn't there because I worked till 6.30 and couldn't get down there in time or whatever and whatever. Um, I was talking to someone that was, and they said the, like everyone talks about the wind down there and how that probably affected it, and apparently the wind was pretty wild down there, and, that's, and that probably did have a bit to play in that second half. Oh... You could be right but, there. But we, we know ourselves from going to games down there. Like the, It does get pretty wild down there at the best of times. Oh, like, what What would you say? Like, eight and a half out of ten times? Yeah. Wind's affecting everything? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, but yet again. Then again, like, um, Manly did fight back really well, though. So. Well, they did. Well, they only conceded the penalty goal in the, at the end of the game, and that was all they conceded in the second half. So it did shore up. But again, as I said, that win, from what I heard, had wreaked massive havoc on that second half. So yeah, it, it sounds like the wind had everything to do with it. Yeah, and then Dep- like, depending on which way you're facing. Yeah, um, but I also want to touch on a sour incident. Um, 
out of the the from the pre-match of the Brisbane Broncos Bulldogs game. I'm sure everyone would have seen the footage and heard what happened. Um, have you seen it, Scotty, or know what happened? Uh, don't bro- think I don't think so. It depends so, what it is. During the pre-game Anzac ceremony, in the moment of silence. Oh, Broncos fans yeah. decided to pipe up. Yeah, yep, yep. And Bulldogs fan has proceeded to knock seven shades of shit out of him and put him flat on his fucking ass. Yep, yep. I saw that. And to that I Bulldogs wish I was fan, there because I would have just dragged him and chucked him off the stadium. To that Bulldogs fan, I think I all, you, all of us respect what you did and we all owe you a beer. 100%. Um, that Broncos fan who did that, if you really is a Broncos fan, um, should be banned for life from all sporting venues. Or pubs, clubs, whatever in Australia should not be allowed to leave his house. You oh, can't show that disrespect. I'm sorry, but that's... No, that's a bit he harsh. Got, he got what he deserved. That's a bit harsh. Nah, mate. He's... He, he, he's allowed to go to a pub, but let's cut off, let's cut off his legs. Nah, mate. He's a, let's, send him, let's send him to the next battle. We need to take people out so he can... Let's see if he wants to create disturbance there, but I don't. I'm, yeah, we won't touch on that any longer. Um, really, sour note. Sorry to end, end on the sour note, but um, mate, I'm so glad that guy punched him. Oh, mate, he as I said, he got what he deserved for that. But um, move on now from NRL talk, and we'll now move on to the AFL, which kicked off last weekend with the mighty Saints getting another win, doing <laughs> doing GWS. Adelaide getting up over the over the Bulldogs. Port Adelaide breaking through for their first win of the season. Admittedly, it was only against West Coast. Carlton turning back to turning back to giving their fans the Blues, losing to Fremantle. Geelong getting North Melbourne. Brisbane doing the Suns. Melbourne keeping on, keeping on, doing Richmond. Swans with a with a massive comeback to get the Hawks and Collingwood holding on strong against the Bombers. Mate, solid games last weekend, but um. I want to touch on my game. Go for it. That, mate, that's the sort of game that we usually lose in the last few years. Maybe not 2020 when we make the finals. But during that game, we, we lost our back, well, our forward ruck in Hayes to an ACL. Oof. Then later on in the game, we lose our main ruck to a corked fire. <laughs> so we end up working on to our third, third choice ruckman for the night. To get us home by 17 points. Higgins going nuts again with the goals. Kingy had an off night. He kicked, what, one five for the night. One goal five. But I think the fact that we've got enough players around him in that forward 50 to, st- to stand up and be able to take that pressure off. Okay, he's having a bad night with the with the ball. But we've got those other other smalls and a couple, couple other... Mediums, the talls, able to do do the job for him when he's having an off night. Well, yeah, like it's a, it's a essential with any sort of sport where you have like at least three people to back you up. Because I understand, but even like, more so what, in AFL, what, one need, player can make a team, but but yeah. especially in AFL, you need you need to have that whole forward line. You know what I mean? Like yeah, ready for in case in case some your main forward does have an off night like Kingy did the other night. Yeah, yeah, like absolutely. And especially if he's injured and he's well, out he, for most of the season. No, no, no. So King's fine. Um, oh, oh, yeah. he's, oh, okay. He's right. fine. It was Hayes. Hayes, yeah. 
case, um, did his ACL. Unfortunately, he was only on a he was a mature rookie taken in the preseason. Only had the one year contract, but the Saints have actually extended him for another twelve months just so he doesn't have anything to worry about. Which top notch boys, top notch to the Saints. Um, that's the sort of thing you want to see clubs do um, to make it a bit easier. Obviously, he's not on a big time contract, but it's at least it's enough for him to take that worry out of how he how is he going to come back from that knee injury. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because ACLs we've seen in all sports that it can be eighteen month injuries, but longer depending on how bad it is. One hundred percent. But um, but yeah. So then you got the other games. Pretty even. Well, Port Adelaide, West Coast, board in the table clash. Port Adelaide getting a win. I think West Coast are going to have a shocking year this year. Obviously, they're, dealing with, they're now going through what everyone else has gone through the last couple of years with COVID. Um, needless to say, they're a Perth team, so sucked in. I've got no sympathy. <laughs> um, but then also I want to look at the Swans game, mate. I sat down and watched that. Swans were gone. Swans were out of it. Should not have been there. And then in the last quarter, I think they kicked something. They kicked nearly, nearly nine goals unanswered. Jesus! To, and they came through and got up, got up, one hundred nine to sixty-eight. Like it was that game was something. Um, the, uh, like I did, I did catch ten minutes of it. Yeah, I think it was in the second quarter. Yeah, I think, I think it was. Uh, I didn't know what I was watching. Yeah. Like, well, um, it, it 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 to compare it, it was probably like an an MPL team versus the All Age Fifteens. Yeah, that's what it looked mate, like. Mate, Hawthorne were all over them early on, but yeah, Swans worked their way back in, made a good contest of it, and they they ended up really walking away with it in that last quarter. But oh. um. Uh, Thank God they drove themselves back up. Like, yeah. Swans are a decent sort of AFL team, aren't oh, they? I'm happy, I'm happy to see the Swans lose. I don't like the Swans, though. Okay. It's like um, this weekend of our game isn't on. Offers out there, Scotty, if you want to come on Sunday, if you're not working. Are you working on Sunday or not? I hope uh, not. We're meant to be playing, potentially. If we're not playing, I'm not working. But if we are playing, you are working. What? Oh, so, uh, so um, I'm not working, but if we're playing, I'm yeah. playing. Yeah. So. Well, um. If we don't play, off invites out there. Swans versus Brisbane Lions at the SCG this Sunday at four four thirty. Offers there if you want to come out. Uh, I'll, have to, I'll have to see what pops up, but we'll, we'll see how we go. But um, yeah. So if anyone's listening to this and you're out at the game on Sunday, you may see us out there. If you do see us, come pop up and say hello, and we'll have a chat and let us know, let us know what you think of the show. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm looking at that like. Looking at going out there on the weekend, mate. So offers there to come out if you want. All good, mate. All good. Um, but like we'll have a quick look at the ladder going from 18th to 1st. Got North, West Coast, Essendon, GWS, Port Adelaide with that one win and that big win boost of percentage moves, moves them right the way back up. They were sitting last. Uh, on top above Port, you've got Gold Coast, Richmond, Western Bulldogs, Adelaide, Hawks, Collingwood, Carlton, Geelong. Saints up in fifth, Sydney in fourth, Brisbane in third, Freo in second, and Melbourne sitting at the top. It's looking very much like another Melbourne runaway, but I'm not surprised at that. Like, they did win the premiership last year, but they didn't 
do it in Melbourne. Like they, I think that's the big thing that's driving them to do it at the G on a Saturday on that last Saturday in September. I think that's the big thing that's driving them. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. That's that's right. It's um, it, yeah, I think that's that thing that's driving them. It's like I think you look at Penrith. Like okay, they won the Grand Final last year in front of a decent crowd, but it was in Brisbane. I think they want to win it down, win it again here in Sydney. In front of all their the supporters, like it, like it usually is. Yeah, like um, I think it's things they, like they that. They want that the are, crowd there, hundred percent. Oh, hundred percent. I think it's things like that that's driving them big time to push on. Um, but I don't know, it's intriguing to see how everything's playing out. Playing out, it's not. Yeah. I'm not saying it's going to be similar results as last year because I'm. I'm Hoping I get the double this year. St Kilda, Cronulla win both grand finals. And honestly, we probably won't be able to do this show for at least six months because I'll always be drunk. Um, <laughs> um, and people think I'm lying. Oh, I will be drinking every day. Um, what? what? Are you laughing because you think I'm lying or because you know I'm, I'm laughing because I know it's true. <laughs> I mean, I'll get to add a new year to my Sharks tattoo, get to, get to get my St. Kilda tattoo. And, oh, <laughs> man. All at the same time, I'm also planning potentially with Jamie. We're sort of looking at potentially going over to Europe. Already know I'm going to be in trouble. Off of, um, you know who? I'm going to be in trouble big time But if I do that. But, yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> um, You're just choosing Europe over your missus. <laughs> Oh, mate, it's it's going to be a mad football trip. So we'll be yeah, seeing yeah. find your find your in the clip, which would just be amazing. Um, no doubt there. So no. Uh, but also now, as we head into the back half of the show, want to touch on another one of the backers here at Chat in the Back, um, England Lawn Ranger. Trust me, this guy is amazing. Like, has your lawn got out of control? Always putting it off for next week then trust us when we say you need to get the one person who can tame that wild in the yard, the Ingrid Lawn Ranger. When your lawn is out of control, the Ingrid Lawn Ranger is the only person to call. So head on over to Facebook and search for the Ingrid Lawn Ranger. Trust me, you won't be disappointed with the job. Um, Scotty, let's let's get stuck into the Premier League. Sweet. Um, so I think we'll... Looking at it, I think we're, it's look. I think we can sort of gather the first sort of team that's going to be relegated. I'm pretty sure. I don't think it's official yet, but um, I think, think we know two of the teams at least that are going to be going down this year. Yeah, like um, yeah, I don't think it's official yet. So no, but, but I, it's it's, def- it's definitely uh, Norwich. Yeah, and um, Watford. Watford. <laughs> Yeah, so there's no one officially down yet. But if you look at the table, um, Norwich, Watford, even they've got a game in hand at the moment, but um, Everton's looking likely to go down. Yeah, like de- depending on how Burnley play. Well, since they've sacked Dyche and put Ben May in, I'm not saying like Ben May, like I'm saying like Ben, ben, ben you. <laughs> no, but like as in the Burnley player, Ben, me, like last name M-A-E. Like I'm not talking about myself, like uh, 
He is me, and I am you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, that feels so weird trying to say that. Such a mind bend, like saying Ben me, but not me, but like <laughs> him. That the Everton player who is called Ben, who happens to last happens to have the last name me, who is the player who is now the coach, taken over from Sean Dyche until the end of the season. Oh, I knew I'd make that joke again. <laughs> oh, um, they seem to be doing all right, man. Like, yeah, what, like, oh. yeah, they came out like this. Like, obviously, like. Everton have the game in hand and there's, what, two points between them, but it's every it's, chance that Everton could be going down. Yeah, I'm not sure who they've got, though, for that game in hand, but yeah, but I, by their current rate, they're just losing and maybe getting a draw. Mate, so. they're, they're not doing too crash hard, eh? Like, it's oh, going no. to be interesting to see how they finish up this season. Um... I'm yeah, just so, going to go in and have a look now to try and see who Everton have for their remaining fixtures. It's going to be uh, tight, like, no matter what. Second. Yeah, so Everton's remaining fixtures are Chelsea. Oh, Chelsea's going to win that. Leicester. Uh, Watford. Oh. Brentford. Uh, Crystal Palace. And finish at Arsenal. I can I can foresee a potential draws there. Yeah, but against Watford, I reckon they'll win. Yeah. Um, but then but, again, Watford could just screw everyone up. So exactly, like Watford could look at that game as like we're going down, we're taking you with us. Yeah, exactly. Um, man, it's it's going to be a wild end to the season. Um, oh yeah, like who, who have Burnley got as well? Uh, Burnley. If they've got an easy run, they they could actually win. Yeah, and just Let's keep going. Gonna have a look now. Burnley have got uh, this weekend. They have got what is it? Watford, Aston Villa, Tottenham, Aston Villa again. Okay, and Newcastle. So uh. I think that Aston Villa one might be a mix-up. I, Hope because if not, it's going to be a uh, yeah, um, but yeah, so yeah, it's going Watford, to be Villa, Tottenham, Villa, Burnley, uh, and Newcastle. Sorry, that is Burnley's run home. Sorry, <laughs> well, you've yeah. got to look at their last, last that's three. going to be a diff- well, that's going to be a difficult run. Well, look at their last three one, one all with West Ham, two nil win over Southampton, and a one nil over Wolves. It's looking that's if they keep this form going, there's every chance they do Watford. Um, then there's every chance they do Aston Villa the first time, maybe get a draw with Tottenham, potentially get a draw with Aston Villa the second time. Newcastle, they probably lose, but then that's potentially enough to get them over the line and keep them ahead of Everton and put Everton down. Yeah, like I I would say Everton's got to watch out for Burnley because they're going to come up swinging. So if we're going to go and say that, okay, we're giving our sides that are going down guaranteed right now, you've probably got, realistically, so because so, what is it, 38 games, isn't it, yeah? 38 games, are, yeah. So three, four, five, six, seven, eight, five games to go, 15 points. Technically, you'd generally say if you're on 40 points or above, you're pretty safe or around that mark. 
Yeah, give or take. So you got Southampton and Brentford on 40 points. They've played 34 games, so I'd say they're safe. Um, Palace yeah. on 33, you've got 38 points. Villa on playing 32 games, they're on 37. I'd say they're virtually safe as well. Leeds playing 33, they're on 34. So realistically, it's between Leeds, Burnley, Everton for that final relegation spot. I'd say if Leeds just keep getting the results they've been getting, they'll probably stay up. So then it becomes Burnley, Everton. And you look at their run-in, I think you'd have to have to back Burnley. So I think, yeah, we could be seeing Everton go down. Well, mate, crack the champagne. <laughs> See, but yet again, then you lose that big fixture on your calendar, though, mate. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know. Uh, it's a, it's a tough ask. That's guaranteed, but yeah, like you but, you, would, you would be like you follow Man U as well. What would you you wouldn't well, say like no Man to you, yeah. City going down? Oh no, I don't. I th- I think every single club in the land would love City to go down. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, fair, fair. But like, yeah. Sorry, Pat. Like, I like United, but like, I'd much rather see Crystal Palace go down, go down, and go down, and get all the way into like the National yeah, League yeah. South. Like, I, you know what true, I mean? True. Like, I'd, I'd rather see that happen. But um, it'll be it'll be interesting. And like, obviously, we started to see. Um, or like the promotions and all that from the lower le- lower levels. I'm just going to try and make sure I get everything spot on. I don't want to screw, screw it all up. You know what I mean? Like I want to make sure I get it. Get it. Well, cor- it's, get ga- it correct. it's guaranteed. Fulham's back in the prem. Uh, let me have a look. Let me get this. I'm just getting all the tables up now. Um, yeah. So Fulham's guaranteed promotion. You've got Bournemouth, Nottingham Forest, and Huddersfield Town all so far. Are short of at least the playoffs, potentially could still go automatic second. Um, Luton and Sheffield, Luton Town and Sheffield United also potentially in the playoffs as well. Uh, you've already got the three relegated out of the championship, which is Barnsley, Derby, and Peterborough. Derby's done very well this season. Um, uh, it's probably from, the, from where they started, yeah. It's probably the one time where even going down, you're still celebrating, you know what I mean, with the season they've had, given the shit they've gone through. I've can't like I have a rough idea. Everyone knows I'm a Charlton. I'm Charlton through Charlton. Um, everyone, know, most people should know a backstory if you don't have a look into it, and you'll be surprised at like like what's happened. Like it shows how crap owners can be and how there needs to be more done around ownership structures and how people how people can own clubs. Um. League One, Wigan, Rotherham, and MK Dons are all assured of at least the playoffs. Um, Chef Wednesday, Sunderland, and Plymouth are around there. Charlton are sitting in twelfth, which we won't get in the playoffs. That's a guarantee, but we, what we shouldn't, we won't get relegated. Um, Crew Alexandria are, releg- are already confirmed relegated. Currently in the relegation zone, you have Doncaster, AFC Wimbledon, and Gillingham. Fleetwood Town, Morecambe, and Lincoln City are sort of around there as well, but looking a bit le- looking a little bit less likely. Um, in League Two, you've got Forest Green Rovers and Exeter, Exeter City already guaranteed promotion. Northampton Town, Port Vale, Mansfield, Bristol Rovers, and Sutton United are currently sitting in the playoff spots. And then at the at the bottom end, you've already got Scunthorpe and Oldham Athletic who are relegated. Um, 
Um, unfortunately for Scunthorpe and Oldham, they're now out of the football league, they're now into the semi-professional levels. But um, the Oldham fans, I don't know if you saw, they massive protest last weekend and they got the, it ended up with the game stopped and the fans kicked out and then the owners of Oldham have then proceeded to use sponsorship hoardings to cover up any vantage points that fans could have of watching the game. That's that's ugh. yeah. Um, they protested well, the owners. How can you like, do that? It's, like, it's oh, your mate, fans. It's, mate, it's, that's again. As I said, you look at the Charlton issues. We had issues with the owners. It's the thing. A lot of these owners come into the game. Look at the now Australian politician leader of the Australian United Party, Clive Palmer, when he was in charge of Gold Coast United in the A League. Yeah, that's true. He, yeah, that's true. He, they, some of them are just there for a profit. He wasn't making a profit. So what at Gold Coast United, this is Clive Palmer. For those of you that aren't aware, he, he, came, he came in wanting to make a profit in football. First of all, if you're wanting to make a profit owning a football team, get the rocks out of your head. You, you're just being idiotic. You are not going to make money owning a football team. That's end off. I, like You know what I mean? Like it's. Just, and if you want to, at least start with the fans of the club. Yeah. So what he's done is they're not making money. So he caps how many people come into a game. He closed at the stadium. He closes off the three stands because he doesn't want to pay for the security. Doesn't want to open up the concessions for selling food or beverages or anything. Yeah. Like that's so, just stupid. So he does that. Then he slowly raised the ticket prices, prices a little bit because he thought, oh, if I'm going to get people in here, I want to get all the, all the money I can. Yeah. Okay. But then there was he kept on losing money. So you know what he did? He he had the venue not sell alcohol or food or beverages, even in the corporate suites for sponsors. <laughs> at, some, at some certain games, like you get yeah you you've uh, you pretty much said it. Get the rocks out of your head. Like, and he's complaining that people weren't coming to the games. Well, I'm sorry, but if you're not going to do things for the supporters to go to the games. No one's going to go to the games. It's that simple. Hundred percent. Like, for, like you've closed off an entire, like pretty much an entire stadium, and expected to pay a ridiculous price oh, with mate, no food and no drinks. Hundred percent. I don't know. And and you wonder why people aren't going. Oh, exactly. Like it's <laughs> simple. But uh, yeah. I mean. I wow. think there is heaps that needs to be done in general around the world for for owners, but it's not a quick fix. But nonetheless, like, as we were just talking about, then we'll shift from the Premier from the English leagues onto. Well, actually, we'll stick in Europe. I want to touch on the a thing I saw earlier, which is apparently Pochettino, who's just won League One with PSG. Yep, there's talks, there's rumours that apparently. He's going to get the flick. Even though they've just won the league, he's going to get the flick and Conte is going to come from Tottenham to take over PSG. Oh. I like, wonder what's happening like, there. I know. Like, you've won the league. Like, yeah, there's something, something must have happened because you've won the league and you've, you're just saying, yeah. oh, no. Well, and then, like, we look at Eric Ten Hag, who's now been announced to Manchester United. Taking, mm-hmm. taking over. I believe his contract is three years with potential for another two, all to be served concurrently. Um, it's been sentenced to him. Unfortunately, he's got to suffer the consequences. 
Um, yeah. But, um, like, Poch was looked at for the United job. And PSG yeah. said, no, 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 no. United wanted him. And now that, yeah, I don't know what's going on. But, yeah, I just wanted to touch on that as well. But um, we'll also, as we were saying before, we'll look at the A-League. Like, is the A-League doing? Oh, I reckon it potentially is, but it's not there yet. No. Well, and how do we stop it? How do we fix the A-League? Oh. Look at the crowds. The crowds are just ridiculously down. I will say myself, I do have Paramount Plus to watch the games, but I'm not finding myself – I'm finding myself watching less A-League than I was. Well – You I know what I mean? Like – I don't know if anyone else is the same. Like, I think there are people that are watching the same yet, but I think there is also still people that are watching less. What about you, Scotty? Are you watching the same or were you watching less? I'm, I'm watching less, mate. Like, yeah. I'm only watching the A-League on Channel 10. On so. a Saturday night. Yeah. Like, also, I've, I haven't completely lost interest in it, but yeah. it's getting to that point where I'm sort of – if it's on, it's on, and yeah. I'll happily just flick something else on. Whereas a few off. years ago, it's like we like I remember a few years ago, like we would literally have parties at mine on the weekend to watch the games that weren't in Sydney when Sydney FC were on. Like, oh yeah, we'll be up at a pub or at yours or something. Did you generally be at mine because like summer or the family go away and you'd have the house to ourselves and all that? And oh yeah, like, like we'd always have this barbecue going or we get pizzas or whatever and we sit there have beers and watch the games like yeah like that that would happen every week so I think the think I think one of the major killing points of it was when again touching the EPL was when Fox Sports lost the EPL rights because that was always the thing it was always you start at four o'clock on a Saturday afternoon you go yep. until five five six o'clock the next morning because you go from A League to the Premier League you know what I mean? Like and then you have solid, the, and then you'd have your um, Spanish leagues and all that. Yeah, but and that's thing you'd have your Spanish on being Sport or Satana Sports or whatever it was or ESPN, and you know what I mean? Like that'd carry you through till, till lunchtime when you finally go up the go out and get something to eat for lunch before you got stuck well, into watching breakfast. the Sunday night. <laughs> yeah, well, brunch before you got stuck <laughs> in the Sunday night games, and I just think stuff like that that happened was really hurt the A League. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, think they've, I think they've made a big mistake. It should still be on Foxtel. Yeah. Well, that and the Premier League, but it's that's all different story. But we'll look at the A-League ladder quickly. Again, as we said, we haven't really been watching much. We're watching it when we when it's on. Perth in last, followed by Brisbane, Western Sydney, Newcastle. Sydney FC in eight. Um, season's done. Sydney aren't making the finals. MacArthur in seventh. Central Coast six. Wellington fifth. Adelaide fourth. Melbourne third. Western United second and Melbourne City are in first. It's, yeah, and Melbourne City's currently in Asia playing in the Champions League. Same as Sydney FC. Sydney FC's Asian Champions League is through. Uh, Melbourne City, I think, has still got a chance to go through, but it's... I think they're sitting second, so... Yeah, it's top two go through to the knockout, which is later in the season. So, um, yeah, it's, I think I'm, I'm putting my hand up and saying it's Melbourne City's to lose. This, in terms of, like, the grand final, I think City will win it again. Yeah, I'd have to agree. They're playing way too good. But um, but yeah, I think City's there. But as we just said, Sydney FC, mate. Oh, 
What the hell has gone on at Sydney FC? I have no idea, mate. Like they've they've clearly bombed the shit out of the season, and they've only managed to get what, two draws so far in the Asian Champions League. What changes need to be made? I'll get Corker out. Like I know, like it, I, I think, or at least slap him in the face or wake him up or something. I, I honestly think you're right. He has to go. Like he's the thing is, look at it. We've got a couple of youth players that got on other teams and dominated because they're not getting a run because, oh, we've got the experience said to the done the job. Okay, that's all well and good, but you can have the experience, but then they can age out. 100%. And for me, it just feels like these players have aged out. In the games that I've watched, has Bovo even played much? Uh, I think he's been subbed on most of the times I've watched. Well, there's a bench spot that could be used for a young forward. Well, yeah. Like Cam Sober, right. he's a young, he's a young gun. He's going all right. But anytime he start, like I remember earlier in the season, anytime he sh- he started looking like he was about to break the game, Corica brings him off and puts on one of the old boys. No, leave those players on there. That's like, I think they Corica they want to be out there to prove themselves. I think, themselves. Leave I think them. we need to go through a rebuild. I'm sorry, but Sydney FC need to get rid of all, all these older players. It's going to be a couple of bad years. But surely, it's if we keep all these older players, it's going to be even worse. Yeah, absolutely. Because I can't remember the last time we didn't make a final. Well, it's. I think the last time we didn't make finals would have been 2015-2016. I think that might yeah. be the last year we didn't do go to the finals at all. What? Yeah. Like, we've had our run of shit coaches, but Corica, yeah. mate, like, what what have you done? Yeah, something needs to change, but just don't know what's going to, how we change this and how we fix this around to get back to where we need to be as, as a club. 100%. And if, well, I don't know when he's contracted on to, but yeah. hopefully he figures out his, what his situation is by the time we finish and by the start again. I think his only saving grace would have been had we won the Champions League or done something in Asia, but... We haven't even done that. <laughs> not even look close, man. Um, but I don't know. I don't know where, where we go from here, but some things need to change with Sydney FC and fast, but even then I think we still left it a bit too long. But now we move into... Literally the end, ending of the show. Uh, Scotty, it's time for our Elite Salon for Men, Elite Moment of the Week. Are you in need of a tidy up with a haircut? Does your beard need to be trimmed up? Then head on up and see John the team at Elite Salon for Men in Ingerdine, just off of the crossing opposite to Ingerdine Central Shopping Centre. I've been going there for years. It's amazing. And always remember, when you want to feel elite, see the elite. So, Scotty, my elite moment of the week. We touched on it earlier. Sifa Talakai's first half against Manly last Thursday. No, you can't top that. Oh, mate. Like, as I said, it was magical. It's, like, oh, like that sort of half he played, most players would love in a game and a half. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, easily. <laughs> like, he was on fire. Oh, mate. It's. Again, I can't remember the last time I saw a player play a half like that. Yeah, like, honestly, neither can I. Like, um, 
I've seen games like that, but yet again, as I said, a half like that is just ridiculous. Like to get the numbers he had, you usually see players play a game, even a game and a half, to get those sorts of stats up. But yeah, I looked at it, I looked at his numbers after the game, and I was like, "Whoa, holy crap!" Yeah, and that was pretty much all just the first half. Yeah, but um, <laughs> I was shocked. Yeah, what about you, mate? Do you have an elite late moment of the week? Yeah, um, my elite moment will be um the field goal. Brooks scored for just for the winning point on Souths. Like, Mate, that's like the oh, I couldn't believe it. That's like the first time in like 10 years he's done anything of note. Yeah, exactly. You know what and I mean? Like, Hastings had his fair cracks at it, and then Brooksy just magically stepped up and yeah. took it. We and had Hastings, Hastings the week before against Parramatta, and then yeah, Brooks this week. So, two weeks in a row, back to back wins. And Brooks Brook, has been under Pepper for the media as well, and he's done that. So, I oh, mate, from everyone, yeah, like, we've given it to him as well. But like, the fa- at the end of the day, you look at the performances he's put in, and it's not saying that it's it's always warranted to be pounding on a player. But you look at his performances; it's you can't say it hasn't been warranted. Oh, hundred percent. No, I'm not arguing, are they? Um, the thing is, because you look at us and our jobs, if we're Providing that le- that level of, of dissatisfaction constantly, we're probably looking at being moved on. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're not wrong, but um, but, but good on him. Like, yeah, hundred percent. He deserves it, and he's got it against a like a top four team. So exactly, but now he's just got to do it again this week against the Dragons. But um, well done. To Brooks and well, well done to Talakai. Like a late moment of the week, but that gets us now to the final part of the show, mate. Um, so obviously we spoke about it earlier. Hopefully we're playing this weekend. Yeah, like uh, I just hope the rain and shit holds off or goes a different direction, and we'll we'll be on the field. Yeah, well, as I said, I think they've said they just want the games to play no matter what, unless the fields are extremely dangerous to cause injuries, which I'm happy with. I'm happy to get out there and have a run. I'm desperate for desperate to play. Yeah. Um, I think and we hopefully all no are. one gets hurt. <laughs> exactly. Um, was it one of the guys for the other all age Heathcote? They should have been in the first two minutes of his hammy last week. <laughs> Their captain as well, man. It was <clears throat> ended up ended up winning the game, and there was a. Complaint made about racism and yeah, um, got really hostile that game. But oh. and it was from the Heathcote boys or no, 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 from Guy Mir boys. Yeah, of course, um, Guy Mir, of course. And as soon as it was said, the person that's meant to have said it has been taken off and put a jacket on and not played again. So where there's smoke, there's fire. But we won't touch on that. But um, as I said, man, like if we don't play, I'm going out. I'm going to try and head out and watch the AFL out. At, the SCG this week this weekend, so you're more than welcome to come out with us. Yep, no worries, mate. Mate, finally, finally get to educate you on the game. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you're going to pump my head full of knowledge, aren't you? <laughs> oh, mate, oh, I, I seem to always do that to people when it comes to AFL up up around here. Yep, yep. With, that's with very our true. with our whole friendship group, There's, I really think the only two that that out of our regular always hanging out friendship group that really know about it is probably me and Jamie. Yeah, I'd say I'd say so. Yeah. Well, and we're also looking at doing an in and out down to Geelong at the end of the year for the St Kilda Geelong game. I'm now also looking at taking 
some time off to go down for the last round of the season to see Saints versus the Swans potentially. But um, yeah, man, it's going to be uh, if we don't, as I said, if we don't play, we'll be out there. And if anyone's listening, come and you out there and you see us, come say good day and have a chat with us and whatever. Um, but again, should we not be playing? I'll definitely be out out there. If we are playing, I don't know. I'll see our fail fail after the game because uh, first first game in about 12 months, in almost 12 months. So it's uh, going to take quite a bit out of me. You know how it is. Come on. <laughs> yeah. But um, as we always say, thanks for joining. Thanks for tuning in. Rate, review, follow. We, we get all good and bad podcasts from. Um, let us know what you think of the show. If you have any suggestions, hit us up. Um, anything else you need to touch on, Scotty? Um, no. Nah. We pretty much covered it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we covered it, didn't we? Yeah. If not, we'll think of something and we may add it into next week's show. But as always, I'm Ben. I'm Scotty. This has been the Chat from the Back podcast, and we'll chat to you again next week. <laughs>